Is America's primary system working? Is the Electoral College still the best process for electing a president? Could a third-party candidate ever be successful? In a new season of You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen gather the country's top experts to explore these issues and more as we approach the 2024 presidential election. Listen to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available now wherever you get your podcasts. You can make money the hard way becoming a bullfighter or save money the easy way with Xfinity Mobile. It sure beats making money as a human cannonball. Now through March 21st, learn how existing Xfinity customers can get a free line of unlimited intro for a year when they buy one unlimited line. That's hundreds of dollars in savings on your wireless bill. Visit XfinityMobile.com today. Restrictions apply. Xfinity Mobile requires Xfinity Internet. Reduced speeds after 20 gigabytes of usage per line. Data thresholds may vary. Let the word go forth. Fool me once. Are you fired up? I'm not a crook. Are you ready to go? Shame on, shame on you. It's Abe Lincoln's Top Hat, hosted by Ben Kissel. Boom, we can't get fooled again. Hey, what's up, everyone? How you doing? Ben Kissel here, hanging out with Travis Irvine. Hello, Ben. And Fernando. Hello, Ben. Thank you all so much for listening. Hope you're doing well out there. Travis Irvine has combed his hair for this episode, so you mm. know it's going to be a good one. It's classy. You're looking mm. real American psycho. Oh, thank <laughs> you. I found my brush. I'm ready to murder. Speaking of American psychos, we reported on last episode, we were discussing some losses within the Republican Party, mm. specifically Lauren Boebert. It looks as if that race is tightened up, and it it appears as if Bobert might hold Ooh. on to her seat in Colorado. Of course, that's no uh, that's no indication of her competence as a politician. That huh. is because she lives in a gerrymandered district that basically guaranteed her 100% victory. And still, because she is so batshit, <laughs> it was closer than it should have been. Another quasi-indictment. On the mega Republican, yes, <laughs> uh, the mega wing of the Republican Party, even in districts in which they should dominate, they have been close. Also in Nevada, that Senate race has tightened up as well. So we will continue to keep you up to date on the election from these past midterms. It's going to be a few more days as they count every vote, which, of course, I am completely fine with. If mm -hmm. it takes a little longer, that's all right. My only thing would be this. Mm. When we do the pre-vote, why do we got to count them all day of? Why can't we count them as they come in? So then when the election starts at like 8 p.m., mm. we'll be like, we already got 30% of the ballots in. We've got them counted. We did our due diligence. Mm. Now let's see what happened when people voted in person. And perhaps we could get these results a little bit earlier because what happens in the gray is fest it allows for conspiracy theorists yes. to fester like uh like some bizarre crabs on your crotch after a Las Vegas <laughs> weekend and it's led to a lot of misinformation disinformation and outright lies specifically from my pillow the my pillow <laughs> man Mike Lindell so when it when when there's gray when there's a vacuum of information that needs to be filled the bonkers people the crazy personalities that are only trying to sell you tactical baths Fill that void to get some earballs on their product again in order to sell you 
a bunch of snake oil that will most likely make you sick. Even when they do everything right, like in Arizona, every they, they were real communicative before the election. They said, hey, the results are going to take time. Gonna take it's a minute. going to take time to count. Then as soon as that the end of that night, that Tuesday night, Fincham was going crazy. Mm. Carrie Lake was going crazy. Oh, yeah. It's like you were warned. Well, Fincham <laughs> and Carrie Lake were both yelling Lynchum when it comes to anyone who voted against them at right. the polls. But what do you think, Travis? Perhaps some way to expedite the process just a little bit might be nice for the American people. I mean, you want it to be careful. That's what's so crazy about the fact that Carrie Lake and the election deniers are saying that the process is corrupt when it's like, no, the process, because the process is not corrupt, is why it's taking so long. They're verifying all the ballots, all the votes, all the people who voted. And, um, you know, in Arizona, specifically Maricopa County, Phoenix, that's your biggest county. Same thing mm-hmm. in Clark County. That's Las Vegas. That's your biggest county in Nevada. Oh, so yeah. all of these are going to take a while. I did think it was pretty funny. I was watching CNN, and you're absolutely right. The man who's in charge of counting the ballots in Maricopa County, uh, he said uh, he was telling everyone to be patient, but his name is Bill Gates, and I don't <laughs> think that helps with the conspiracy theory people. He's going to put chips in you, too. Yeah. Also, CNN, please stop referring to the touchscreen TV that you have as the magic wall oh god we all have it it's okay i I got like three of them in my apartment let's go to john dick and fuck uh, to the magic wall yeah thank you peggy bitch uh yeah turns out uh, look at it there yeah yeah and then they never get it to work if i could just expand out here look at at glenn yunkin's butthole here let's expand uh, into it there that's like every college lecture you know the it's, professor can never figure it out let's go to the magic wall <laughs> uh sir that, is that porn hub up there on your uh <laughs> yeah makes me little... miss tim tim rustard and his little whiteboard that was simpler times 2000 oh, election my gosh but tim Speak- rustard a golden a golden god of media from buffalo new york and he lets you know it but you know technology talking about why they don't start counting these earlier it's because we're using archaic you know we're still voting on paper the voting machines are well, they and and anytime we try to improve their technology we get Mike Lindell saying they've been hacked it's China and we do have to be careful with technology because I'm one of those people that's like it's more people vote for American Idol because you can do it via text however text. <laughs> I do wonder if you know, when it comes to encrypting technology, if there would be ways for fraud to occur. So I don't know if there is a better method than just taking a pen and marking (laughs) it on a piece of paper and having someone be like, yep, that works. I mean, in 2000, they were ridiculous with the hanging chads. No, I'm not talking incel here. I am not talking incel speak here. Uh, They had uh, literally, they would, they popped them out of uh, the paper would be popped out Mm -hmm. and then there would be a bunch of what they called hanging chads. All right. right. Well, speaking, so what's the perfect answer? I don't know. Either way, it does seem more tech being involved leads to more conspiracy. So maybe we should just go back to old pen and paper. Mm. Maybe you should just have to make a video like you're imprisoned in (laughs) Iran and say, this is Ben Kissel. This is the newspaper to show you what day it is. And I voted for myself. (laughs) All right. Well, speaking of Glenn Youngkin, President Trump, he's out there. He really wanted to announce so badly. He's going to announce because, of course, he doesn't backtrack on anything. And I think it's going to be an utter orange bloodbath (gasps) for the man. Uh, It's going to look like when you put ketchup in your mac and cheese, which is a tasty treat. Unless, of course, you wear it as makeup. 
who knows what's going to happen with Ron DeSantis, who obviously wants to run for president <laughs> and it basically got himself a mandate with his victory in Florida. But Donald Trump is going after non-Trump Republicans, such as Glenn Youngkin. Now, of course, Glenn Youngkin running as uh, in winning. Uh, to become governor of Virginia, he towed the Trump line. He would go to uh, some of the MAGA parts of uh, of 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 uh, Virginia and talk to them, mm-hmm. speak their language. But he never went all in on Donald Trump. So because of that, Donald Trump has taken to attacking him. Now, what's so interesting about Donald Trump, as we all know, anyone that turns their back on him or anyone that's not loyal enough to kiss his tushy is if he's Satan himself gets thrown under the Trump Mm -hmm. train. Mm. So in this case, Donald Trump's attack on Glenn Youngkin are pretty incredible. Did you guys hear this? Mm -hmm. I saw, I know he has a new nickname for Ron DeSantis is Ron DeSanctimonious. No, (laughs) this is, I don't do the Trump impression. I know that's your job here, uh, Travis, but um, he says Youngkin, Youngkin, this is Trump talking, Youngkin, uh, now that's an interesting take. Sounds Chinese, oh doesn't it? Gosh. In Virginia, <laughs> he says, "In Virginia, couldn't have won without me." So perhaps you could try to do that in your best Trump imp- uh, impression, Youngkin. Youngkin. Now that's an interesting take. Sounds Chinese, doesn't it? Youngkin. In Virginia, couldn't have won without me. Youngkin. Let me tell you, he's a young guy. He's your kin, and you put those together, it sounds Chinese. And we all know the Chinese hate me. They're after me. That's why they've sent in this deep state spy, Glenn Youngkin, him and Ron DeSanctimonious. They're coming after me, and me and Mike Lindell are going to fight them in Taiwan. Oh, isn't that something? Of course, he took to Truth Social in order to express himself. He says, I endorsed him, did a very big Trump rally for him telephonically. Telephonically. Which is interesting. (laughs) Got MAGA to vote for him, or he couldn't have come close to winning. Uh, He goes... He goes on, but he knows that and admits it. Besides having a hard time with the Dems of Virginia, but he'll get it done. So Trump is just mad. He's angry with everyone. Now, this is the kind of meltdown that we're all here for. Yeah, I mean, short of a red wave, the only other thing we could ask for with the Republican Party is a red wedding. Game of Thrones reference. Hello. (laughs) This is about to get real between Ron DeSanctimonious and Trump. And again, the Glenn Youngkin stuff is fascinating because I remember us talking about that a year ago where Glenn Youngkin towed that line. He was like, yeah, sure, I'll take your endorsement, but no, don't come to Virginia. So to see Trump go all in on, it was all me, Youngkin, you're yanking my chain. And and Mr. Trump, could you say that word again telephonically? (laughs) I can't say that word. I don't know what it means. If you put it on a teleprompter, then maybe I could say it. Teleprompter-y? Teleprompter-y? <laughs> I, I never heard of that before. Well, I mean, I, I think I've heard it before in a Gwen Stefani song, Telephonic Invasion. So oh, it's, it's a real word. All oh, right. Oh, also, this is, the, this is not the first time Trump has attempted to tie other Republicans to China. Of course, there's Mitch McConnell's wife, Elaine Chow, who uh, she was called by Trump. China-loving Coco Chow, (laughs) which you can't even fucking make this shit up if you tried. Again, this is if the movie Bullworth was true, but Bullworth was a horrible, horrible, horrible man. So he's got his nicknames out there. Young Ken, 
which is literally just trying to make that white man Chinese. <laughs> and uh, Ron DeSanctimonious, yes. which mm-hmm. uh, it's a little bit long winded. It's no it's no sleepy jab or a small handed Marco or whatever the hell it was. Slow, slow time jab. Anyway, <laughs> the point in all of this ridiculousness is that there are serious political ramifications. And as we saw in these past midterms, again, the results are still coming in, but it was a massive blow and not the kind the man likes to Donald Trump. It was a blow to his ego, not to, uh, you know, the area storming used to Daniel's at. I want him to stick to his guns. I want him to announce on the 15th that he's going to run. I want him to divide the Republican Party. And I want to show true Republicans that love America, which would be the ones that would want change, Mm -hmm. that would go for DeSantis, even though he's not any better. But he is he's a change from the past versus the Trump Republicans, the ones that want to stick in the status quo, stay with the Matt Gates, stay with the Boberts and the MTGs. Right. Yeah. yeah. And you know who else wants this bloodbath to happen is Joe Biden. This will only help if Joe Biden does decide to run in 2024. This is only going to help the Democrats if the Republican Party is uber divided and it doesn't get much more divided than this. Absolutely. Well, uh, also one of the races we did not cover yesterday uh, or on last episode, Mary Peltola, Mary Peltola. She's a gal out of Alaska. She was running against Sarah Palin. And Palin only got 26% of the vote, with Mary uh, getting 47%. So Sarah Palin, again, one of the um, shining MAGA stars Mm. that we're finding to be not burning as bright as she previously did. Of course, she ran with John McCain, and Donald Trump has been dumping on McCain. Uh, more than the dirt that was dumped on his grave. So anyway, just kind of interesting. The last moments, perhaps, of the political life for Sarah Palin and the Palin family. What a disaster it has been. <laughs> she didn't yes. even do well for Republicans. She no, she, she went right up. She did the same as the other Republicans. So it wasn't yeah. even notoriety. It was nothing. The, yeah. Failed. She's, it's it's over. One, Sad. I, that's one good thing about this cycle is, I, again, we're seeing... That just because you're a celebrity uh, does not mean, and obviously Sarah Palin did have some history in governance. So, mm-hmm. of course, as soon as she got famous, she quit being governor. Right, right. She wanted to be famous. She didn't want to be governor anymore, which was an indictment on her political uh, acumen from as soon as that happened. Exactly. You're like, well, you'll never be elected to office again. Um, because obviously, again, she wants her reality TV show, which helps nobody. You can make money the hard way becoming a bullfighter or save money the easy way with Xfinity Mobile. It sure beats making money as a human cannonball. Now through March 21st, learn how existing Xfinity customers can get a free line of unlimited intro for a year when they buy one unlimited line. That's hundreds of dollars in savings on your wireless bill. Visit XfinityMobile.com today. Restrictions apply. Xfinity Mobile requires Xfinity Internet. Reduced speeds after 20 gigabytes of usage per line. Data thresholds may vary. Meet Stacy. Stacy's on the hunt for a new pair of trendy glasses. Call me picky, but I just can't find the one. Luckily for Stacy, Walmart Vision has virtual try-on. Now she can try on hundreds of frames virtually, then upload her prescription and get new glasses delivered right to her door. Really? <laughs> yeah, really. Well, the hunt just took a turn for the better. Buy your next pair of glasses with virtual try-on from Walmart. Welcome to Easy Eye Care. Welcome to your Walmart. Restrictions apply. See walmart.com for details.
well, let's talk about people struggling. Let's talk about why these politicians need to be held accountable. And let's talk about what's going on with the middle class all over this country. Big tech. Now, these people, of course, if you listen to Alex Jones, Tucker Carlson, whatever, Ben Shapiro, these douchebags that all belong in a human centipede, I'd say that if they wouldn't love it so much. <laughs> liberal, liberal uh, social media folks. folks. Um, Meta is now laying off 11,000 employees and Amazon has introduced a new automation, a new robot. It's called the Sparrow. It's a sorting robot. That will soon replace all human workers. So they've used you for as long as they can. They paid you as little as they mm-hmm. want. And now they're going to throw you away like the trash they think you are. Let's start with Meta. This is all because Mark Zuckerberg is not nearly as smart as people give him credit what? for. He created a platform again to rate the tits of women. Mm. He did it with two other fucking douchebags mm-hmm. that were all come. They, they're just a bunch of fucking morons who created a, a, a website. Congratulations. Good After job. that, you haven't done anything. It's all been a waking nightmare. Look mm-hmm. at what Elon is currently doing with Twitter. It's going to destroy <laughs> the entire thing. Yes. Because it no longer allows for any semblance of truth. Mm-hmm. When as soon as everyone gets a check mark that you pay for, it's already been a, a total disaster. Yeah. Right. Because you don't know who is actually LeBron James and who isn't. Anyway, because Mark Zuckerberg decided to invest so much in the metaverse, which is absolutely horrific, it looks like you got sucked into a Nintendo Wii from 2005. (laughs) It's the lamest thing I've ever seen in my life. He is now going to cut 11,000 employees. Now, of course, he told all of these people to their face. He had a big meeting and he said, I'm going to have to fire you. No, he's a bitch. So he just simply sent a letter. Um, that is the most wonderful way to find out that you're getting laid off. Meta is laying off 13% of its staff. That's more than 11,000 employees. Uh, Meta provided lukewarm guidance in late October for its upcoming fourth quarter earnings. It is down nearly 20%. The company's cost and expenses jumped 19% uh, over the year to 20 Two billion bucks. So basically, their costs are higher ever than ever before. They're not bringing in as much money. And who is always on the chopping right, block? Right. The employees. This is eleven thousand human beings that are no longer going to have jobs. And I don't know what they're going to end up doing. This is according to Zuckerberg. This is what he said in a letter. He says, "Today, I'm sharing some of the most difficult changes we've made in Meta's history." No. Oh. <sighs> I've decided to reduce the size of our team by 13% and let more than 11,000 of our talented employees go. We are also taking a number of additional steps to become leaner and more efficient company Uh, by cutting discretionary spending and extending our hiring freeze through Q1. hmm. Isn't that nice? Sell your islands. Something else. Fuck you. They're doing just fine financially. You don't got to fire the 11,000 people and you're the one that made the mistake. Hmm. He is the one that was met as the future. The ads suck. The equipment already looks outdated. Mm-hmm. Everything is stupid. Right. He did it. And we're on the chopping block because of it. And that's not even including all the safety concerns and all the privacy concerns that have been right. brought up. With it. Absolutely. Right. So anyway, he goes on. I want to take accountability for these decisions and for how we got here. 
I know this is tough for everyone. No, man. And I'm especially sorry to those impacted. Oh, God. You should be forced to resign. You know you've done a bad job running your company when you have to lay off 13% 11,000 people all because you created and rolled out a product that sucked. <laughs> Where's the accountability to the C- of the CEO that caused all of this mayhem and madness? Right. I mean, what did he even think Meta was going to be? Did he really think that people were going to be sucked into a an eight-pixel world? He did. In 2020, he truly believed it. The explosion of Meta happened right when the pandemic started. Everyone started working from home. Everyone had all this time. So the the tech companies... They, they basically, they created this business model in the past two years about how growth was looking since everyone's working from home. But now these same CEOs don't want people working from home. You know, we got Musk saying, come in to work in the office. We got Meta saying you have to work from the office, even though you're in the metaverse. But <laughs> all the, you know, basically they, they, they tried to eat it from both ends. Right. But, you know, and this is what ends up happening. You lost it all. He says, this is a sad moment and there's no way around that to those who are leaving I want to thank you again for everything you put into oh this God. place. Oh, this geez. is why you have people jumping out of fucking windows <laughs> and putting guns in their mouths because they work their tails off again, overworked, underpaid, and then boom, a letter comes. But don't worry. It's a sad moment. Oh. And he's sorry. Impacted employees will receive 16 weeks of pay plus two additional weeks for every year of service. Meta will cover health insurance for six months. And after that, you're utterly and completely fucked and left on the side of a road. My God. Zuckerberg says, Zuckerberg also says, that means some teams will grow meaningfully, but most other teams will stay flat or shrink over the next year. So have a fun day going in on Monday. It's like the movie um, with the uh, with Michael J. Fox. I always forget the name, but I love it where he sees the number of the people that are going to die next. And uh, so he knows when 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 death is going to be coming for them. It's a fantastic film. Check it out. Mm. But when you go into meta, when you go into the warehouse, when you go into the offices, you're just going to be like, Gary. (laughs) Gary, you've got the stench. (laughs) You've got the stench of being fired on you. Get away oh, man, from Rick. me, Gary. Get away. I was just thinking of all that, that whistleblower, that famous Facebook whistleblower that went in front of Congress. Wouldn't it be nice if just starting next year, there was 11,000 new whistleblowers for Facebook just to <laughs> take Zuckerberg down a peg. Think about it. If anyone's lived there, just think about it. Right. If you if you were fired by Facebook and you know company secrets, you know. There's also a uh, an interesting, well, God knows what uh, contracts they signed, but there's also an interesting component, again, when we talk about the people that might fall through the cracks the most. When it comes to folks who are there on visa, this is something that the company uh, discussed regarding immigration. They say, I know this is especially difficult if you're here on visa. There's a notice period before termination and some visa grace periods, which means everyone will have time to make plans and work through their immigration status. We have dedicated immigration specialists to help guide you based on what you and your family needs. And I believe... If you look at their immigration specialist, they just carry one size 25 um, boot on their right foot Uh, and they just get ready to kick you in the Uh. ass on the way out the door. So, again, 
why why don't you love corporate America? Why do mm-hmm. why don't you love corporate America as much as corporate America loves you? Hmm. These companies do not give a shit. And unfortunately, I've actually been around when I've experienced this. Uh, I used to work for a company. I can't, I'm not going to name them, but they fired the whole engineering department. And mm-hmm. a lot of those guys were there on visas. And one of wow. them decided just to marry his girlfriend so he could stay in the country. And the other ones are back in India. because and that's that, ties, wow. that ties into our education system as well. Mm-hmm. A lot of our immigrants are here for engineering jobs because um, it's way too expensive to get an engineering degree here. In this country, and a lot of them are able to get those engineering degrees, immigrate here, and do great work. Right. But then again, if you're this company, that's a borderline indentured servitude. Truly. And then as soon as they don't want you, boom, you're gone. They also know it's like, oh, did you want to raise? Mm. Oh, Miguel, you wanted to raise. That's funny. What is this on the map? <laughs> oh, it's Mexico. Oh, and, then, no. and then and then they do uh, Gallagher, R.I.P. Gallagher, by oh. the way. They do Gallagher's bit about just throwing beans and be like, that's Mexico on the wall. There's a, there's a whole oh bit he does where he, he breaks down the globe with food. <laughs> it's one of the dumbest things of all time. Was he a comedic genius? We just don't know. We don't know. <laughs> we simply sure. don't know. He's lasting, though. But yeah. nonetheless, uh, your back is against the wall when as soon as you want anything, you're just like, isn't that fun how planes can fly back to your home country? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yes. No. And and also, we, we learned this during the pandemic, right? When people lose their jobs, they lose their health care. They lose their benefits. You lose your child care. I mean, a big reason it's taken so long to rebuild the economy is mm-hmm. because people can't go get the jobs because they do have to take care of a sick a sick loved one or they have children. And so the idea of, you know, again, legal immigrants who came here legally on work visas, that's a whole nother ball game when you're talking about taking away their jobs. Then you're also simultaneously taking away their visa. Good yep. job, Mark Zuckerberg. And potentially uprooting a family and just sowing chaos in the world. So, yes, congratulations, Mark Zuckerberg, a man who... Yields zero ramifications for his horrible idea of the metaverse. But again, he's sorry. Uh Amazon, they unveiled a new Sparrow robot. Now, why is it called Sparrow? It's tiny. And it sorts through different products previously sorted through by human beings. The robot is designed to identify and sort specific products along Amazon's fulfillment line, a task that has been done by pesky people. Uh, Amazon, an Amazon spokesperson said in a statement, Sparrow is the first robotic system in our warehouse that can detect, select, and handle individual products in our inventory. So many people have said this is going to take their jobs, and of course it will. A former Amazon warehouse worker, Mohammed Meyer Mohammed, told the publication, you can't compete with the robots. They want you to compete with the robots. They want all their employees to compete with them. But who can win against a robot? It reminds mm. me of uh, how people got fed up when they were working at the postal office, which is why that term going postal existed, because they were trying to be an extension of the machine. And mm. you can't because people are human beings and we need to account for that and not criminalize human beings working in warehouses. And that's exactly what's going to be happening here when, again, you cannot compete with a robot because a robot doesn't have to crap, doesn't need to eat. And it's certainly not going to complain when its middle manager is screaming at it simply because his wife hasn't fucked him in a month. 
So the sparrow is designed to replace human workers who pick items from inventory, place items in totes, remove items from totes, place items into bins, remove items from bins, place items into boxes for shipping. So, all right. Is this a job that is like, oh, this is great? No, but this is a factory job and this can be mm-hmm. keeping people alive. These jobs are what the middle class was made of, mm-hmm. which is why we no longer have a middle class. And in this case, these employees weren't making enough money to even be a part of the middle class, perhaps. These were the working poor, people who may have even needed to rely on food stamps. And again, as we've talked about in the past, forced to shop on Amazon right. because that's the only place they can get deals they can afford. So what do you guys think this means for the economy right around Christmas also? Are we oh, Lord, we're not yeah. even we're not even addressing the fact the the big Santa elephant in the room or Hanukkah, whatever the hell you're celebrating. Um this is the holiday season. Right. This is worse than getting jelly of the month club. If you're Clark Griswold from uh from Christmas <laughs> vacation, you're literally getting a fucking pink slip. Merry Christmas, everybody. It's absolutely brutal. I mean, absolutely. The, the holiday aspect is is one thing, but also just think about how Amazon workers, when we've talked about on this show for the past year, probably longer, they just are continually getting the shaft from Mr. Bezos. I mean, Jeff Bezos and Mark Zuckerberg are competing for who can be the worst supervillain at this I point. Know. I mean, it's just, I mean, at least Jeff Bezos looks like Lex Luthor. I don't know who Mark Zuckerberg's trying to be at this point, but <laughs> Amazon, right? We've talked about it. All the workers who are trying to unionize into yep. the different factories and warehouses across the United States. And mm-hmm. the reason Jeff Bezos has fought those tooth and nail, not only so he can continue to line his own pockets so he can fly to outer space in a penis shaped rocket <laughs> is because he doesn't want to give them the benefits because at the end of the day, if these workers, these Amazon workers unionize, I think we were talking about it with the, I think the Alabama or the Mississippi uh, Amazon warehouse is trying to unionize. Then they become immediately by unionizing the biggest workers union in that state, mm-hmm, because right. that's how many people Amazon has employed. So Jeff Bezos classic evil supervillain move yeah. is trying to just eradicate the fact that he even needs human workers anymore. Uh, that's what I want to focus on, too. It's Jeff Bezos and the, the Zuck that are evil. It's not the robots that are evil. AI is supposed no. to make our lives better. It, automation is supposed to make our lives better. Robots it's, are neutral. They're like the, shovels. Right. We're yeah. just it's supposed. And the tools are supposed to make everyone's life better, not ruin people's lives. And yeah. so the fact that we take away people's jobs without giving them like free housing and free food and free health care is what the violence is. It, and there is no such thing as free health care. They work for it. Right. You know, this right. idea that people are getting free health care from their employer is a lie. We pay taxes you work on it for or it. we pay on it. Yeah, that's the whole damn point. And we know what happens when automation occurs in mass like this without any worker safety. Look at Detroit. I mean, yes. it was back in the 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s. Not today. Detroit was like the Mecca. It was like the city to be. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then boom, layoff after layoff after layoff after layoff because of automation, automation with zero safety net. And it's still in shambles. The company has pushed back. Amazon has pushed back on the robot saying that, quote, the robot is designed to take on repetitive tasks, enabling our employees to focus their time and energy on other things Mm. like looking Mm. for a new job. (laughs) (laughs) Right. 
and you think the Zuckerberg 11,000 layoffs are bad, as Travis alluded to, Amazon employs over 750,000 people that's just in their U.S. warehouses, and many of those people are in sorting roles that the Sparrow will automate. So he has the ability to change the percentage of unemployed people in this country drastically. Mm -hmm. Mm. So you figure 750,000, let's just say 500,000 of those people are out of work overnight. What happens? And again, when it comes to immigration, how many are there on visa? Right. Work visas. What is going to happen with almost half a million people? And that's just be that's being gracious because, hell, it could be damn near a million. Right. I mean, it's such a shame, too, because when you think of small business that becomes successful and becomes a bigger business, I mean, part of the joy or supposedly what's supposed to be part of the joy of being a big employer is to take care of your employees, right? Mm -hmm. There used to be that connection between employer and employees, and we're doing good things for the community or the state or wherever you are. And Jeff Bezos just has no uh, allegiance to any of that, any of that old style, old school, even from when he started. I mean, I, I even could think of one company off the top of my head where, I mean, Whole Foods loved to take care of its employees. The CEO made a point to only take a $1 every year as a salary. And what happened to Whole Foods? It got bought by Jeff Bezos. And now I got friends who work there and they say all of that, all those benefits are going to hell too. So I just don't understand what Jeff Bezos is trying to do. If you're, I mean, I'm sure you're enriching yourself, but at the end of the day, isn't part of owning a business to Mm -hmm. take care of the employees and the people who work for you? Yeah. And it seems like it should be good for the brand. But Mm -hmm. now in a world where, again, it's just, so monolithic and so monopolized. Yeah. If you're Whole Foods, what are you really worried about? I guess Trader Joe's getting in there, the old Piggly Wiggly sniffing around (laughs) some of your profits. They got it on lock. Right. Same with Amazon. Same with Amazon. They got it on lock. Mm -hmm. And that's why, again, I mean, obviously we run a small business here. I know we use Amazon sometimes, but we do try to avoid it. Right. But again, sometimes there are certain things you can only, when they have everything. Right. It becomes such a large problem. You can make money the hard way becoming a bullfighter or save money the easy way with Xfinity Mobile. It sure beats making money as a human cannonball. Now through March 21st, learn how existing Xfinity customers can get a free line of unlimited intro for a year when they buy one unlimited line. That's hundreds of dollars in savings on your wireless bill. Visit XfinityMobile.com today. Restrictions apply. Xfinity Mobile requires Xfinity Internet. Reduced speeds after 20 gigabytes of usage per line. Data thresholds may vary. Meet Stacy. Stacy's on the hunt for a new pair of trendy glasses. Call me picky, but I just can't find the one. Luckily for Stacy, Walmart Vision has virtual try-on. Now she can try on hundreds of frames virtually, then upload her prescription and get new glasses delivered right to her door. Really? <laughs> yeah, really. Well, the hunt just took a turn for the better. Buy your next pair of glasses with virtual try-on from Walmart. Welcome to Easy Eye Care. Welcome to your Walmart. Restrictions apply. See walmart.com for details. Another issue that's happening on the backdrop of all of this is that inflation is legitimately crushing people right now. Mm. 32% of adults have paid a bill late in the past six months, 
according to a report by LendingTree, and 61% of them said it's because they didn't have the money on hand to cover the costs. I do love that uh, 39% were just like, I got fucking stoned. <laughs> you know, like 61%. I don't have the money, and the other 39% is like, ah, God damn, I got the cash. Hear me out. But I fucking hate bills. Oh, That's the story okay. of my life. I still get phone calls. They're like, you owe us. I was like, here it is. I hate you. I hate this. I'm sorry. <laughs> Please. About 40% of people said they're less able to afford their bills compared with uh, one year ago. So people are struggling out there. And I suppose if you're Mark Zuckerberg or if you're Jeff Bezos, you don't mind it because I guess if people are losing their jobs, theoretically, they're going to spend more time on Facebook and buying more stupid products from Amazon. But mm. what happens when no longer people can afford even that, mm, when people right. can't afford to buy from Amazon and when people are just sick and tired and burnt out of Facebook, which people get burned out all the time. Mm -hmm. It's disgusting. Oh. It, it fries the brain. Right. Oh, social media is Study after study after study has proven it's not healthy for people's psyches. We all saw what it's done to the boomer generation. Oh my, my God. God. If you are if you haven't interacted with a boomer on Facebook yet, don't bother. Let me I tell you. I don't know what happened did. to them. It's like, it's like when your uh, grandparents would send you a text that was written like an email or a letter, uh, except uh, there's also emojis. So it's, yeah. it's brutal. And then we all know, you know, back to Meta. Meta also owns your favorite social media platform, Ben, which is Instagram. Yeah, yeah, and there are all the, the studies showing what that did to the mentality of teenagers and just their confidence. And, and yes, yes. Right. I mean, the algorithm, Lord knows we've talked about the algorithm yeah, and how that was, messes with people's minds. I was speaking about that on hail yourself, my serious show on Tuesdays. So thank you for supporting call in. I'm all alone on there, but it's fun. Um, women, especially young girls, mm. their algorithms were nasty, right? Right. Nasty. Showing all these women who were just literally shaved from, you know, on a on a WordPress or whatever the hell. I don't know what they do, but they they, just, they alter their entire bodies and faces. Anyway, according to Matt Schultz, he's a lending tree chief credit analysis. He says, quote, life is getting more expensive by the day and it's shrinking Americans already tiny financial margin for error down to zero. He says, unless they've been able to increase their income, millions of Americans have had to pay sacrifices because of inflation to pay the bills. So it is brutal out there right now for millions and millions of Americans who, are, again, are trying to work. Right. Right. It's all it's like when Ted Cruz screamed at baristas. Right. Right. When these and then you got these fucking stuffy, bitchy up their own ass politicians who are criticizing people who work mm -hmm. at McDonald's or Hardee's almost getting ready for the robots. They, they want the robots to take over. Right. Degrading, degrading workers, degrading people, service industry workers. Yeah, That's absolutely. Right. Absolutely. And in, in, in Ted Cruz's case, he was trying to own the, the, the liberal left, right? He was trying to in, insult the baristas because of the degree that they got in college. And what have the Republicans done to help anyone get any kind of degrees in the last few decades? They've, If anything, they've made it harder. Absolutely. And then, of course, Starbucks, which was supposed to be owned by 
one of the good billionaires, oh, Howard <laughs> Schultz. Howard Schultz has just proven that he's just another. I mean, at the end of the day, you you hang out in certain waters and you're just going to become a shark, you know. Mm-hmm. And he, so Starbucks employees also, they get treated like dog shit. Howard Schultz, uh, he fought tooth and nail to stop right. a Starbucks barista uprising. They call it an uprising. It's not an uprising. Wow. They're just rights. like, I'm working real hard here. I'm sorry. I have to write everyone's name down. Do you know how difficult that is? <laughs> when they don't say it right either. Oh, my God. My name's Callista. My name's Kaylee Haley. It's with a K. <laughs> Callista with a K and Z's. Yes, it's Kalizda, you fucking bitch. Oh, man. I want my mocha triple semen. (laughs) This one doesn't have the semen. Oh, no. So even, even you know, the Howard Schultz, again, a man who was thinking about running for president back in the day Mm. as a compassionate multi-multi-billionaire has proven that he doesn't want his employees to have any kinds of rights. Well, just lastly... Who are the people that work at these places? Obviously, there are a lot of white people that work in these places, but there's also a lot of young black and Latino voters. Uh, They came out in droves. Mm -hmm. Uh, They were one of the key constituencies to stop what was going to be called, again, the red wave. Uh, In several battleground states, um, young, diverse voters between the ages of 18 to 29 had the second highest youth voter turnout in almost three decades. Wow. So young people did turn out. Now, Again, I don't know what to sometimes we read this data and we want to infer, oh, that must mean because they like certain policies that I might enjoy. But who knows? Mm. So I also think of that because everyone was like 67 percent of people said they don't like the the direction America's going. And then the Republicans were like, that means they're voting for us. No, they don't. But what if they just don't like anything? Right. Right. You know, that's also like everyone always wants to like look at the numbers and be like, yeah, they probably sided with me. Some of these kids might just be like, I'm here Pro-Nazi party, please. Um, <laughs> I don't know. But nonetheless, um, the turnout was at, uh, with youth turnout, it was at 31% in nine battleground states. Florida, Georgia, Michigan, North Carolina, New Hampshire, Nevada, Ohio, Pennsylvania, and Wisconsin. In Wisconsin and Pennsylvania, I think they've done a great job, and we'll see what happens in the rest of the states. So the youth vote is up which is fantastic. Um, The center, which studies young voters, also found an analysis of exit polling that 89% of black youth and 68% of Latino youth voted for a Democratic U.S. House candidate. So again, what's interesting is the Latinos, they are more, they're more openly Republican than previous. Mm -hmm. You know, because even 68% of 18 to 29 going that's, for that's Democrats, low it's, than it's lower. Yeah. It, you know, and again, these are just the 18 uh, to 29-year-olds year, 29 voting. So that's why mega Trump Republicanism alienating a large base that could potentially vote for them, specifically right. the Hispanic vote, uh, that is just not going to work in the future. And we'll see, again, with people like Ron DeSantis, does mm. he energize uh, that group of people, and would it be an interesting turnabout if they were one of the reasons that he did end up potentially uh, winning the presidential nomination? Uh, presidential uh, nomination. So right. in Wisconsin, with the governor election, uh, Democratic incumbent Tony Evers won his reelection, fifty-one to forty-eight percent. Seventy percent of young voters backed Evers, 
compared to 30% of his Republican challengers. So thank Tony Evers is a good dude. And uh, what's happened in Wisconsin, the two previous Republican governors have just been total and other, or Scott Walker specifically, has been complete and utter dog shit. The Foxconn deal was such a con in every sense of the word. And so it's interesting. So young people getting involved. And it's great because once you get involved the first time, once you crack that virginity of voting, you're going to want to continue to do it. And then, of mm-hmm. course, you'll pay attention to the issues and uh, evolve your ideas or whatever it might be or solidify some ideas as well, of course. And now we even have Gen Z members of Congress in Florida. Uh-huh. Maxwell Frost got elected. He's a 25 year old and it's in Florida. Republican ruled, but he's a Democrat. There so you know. they made a difference. Mm-hmm. And he's one of the, the first Afro-Cuban members of Congress ever. So I remember Joe Biden in his speech uh, uh, earlier this week said that he even called Max Frost to congratulate him, which is, a, you know, kind of passing the baton. I, I do think this was the first big Gen Z election. Honestly, they really stepped up. The numbers show it. And like you said, Ben, once you once you pop, you just can't stop. Nope. I know that's what happened to me when I started voting during during the Bush Cheney years. And look at me now; I'm still very involved. And I certainly hope all these diverse, young, progressive leaning voters stay involved because these swing states need them. And I will just add that's why you see, I think, the Republicans in the way they are circling the wagons around, just hanging on, clinging on to their power because I think they realize that as the years go on. The numbers are not with the Republicans. They are not with Republican policies, unless, obviously, like you said, Ben, unless Republicans can come up some with something, some type of policy for Gen Zers to be excited about. But the reasons Gen Zers stepped up and voted, it's climate change. It's gun violence. You know, it's, it's again, bodily Abortion. autonomy. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's it's great to see that this generation stepping up, mm-hmm. and I hope they stay involved because, like you said, um, they might have just prevented the red wave. And from here on out, the decision is theirs in terms of what kind of direction this country goes. Freedom-loving independents and freedom-loving progressives can touch tips on many of those mm-hmm. issues. Mm-hmm. And that is a coalition that I am excited about because, again, I think the the youth are very independent. They're free thinkers. And uh, I really hope that uh, we can all come together and get this country back on track. So the, the fact that uh, some Republicans were saying, let's raise the voting age to 21. Oh. proved. You know, it's ridiculous. I, right. But just the fact that they were even tweeting right, that. Hear me out. Let's, how lo- let's lower were. the gun age to 14. <laughs> okay. We're going to raise the voting age to 61. Uh-huh. Great. Love that should it. ensure all kids kill themselves. And we got the power. See, we got the power. See. Uh huh. I like where you're going. I like where your head's there. Head is at there, yeah. uh, Mr. Uh, Mr. Trump. Also, <laughs> keep keep in mind redistricting, right? Gerrymandering. They're they've been chopping up uh, blue districts. That's literally again, like I said at the beginning of this year. That's the reason why Republicans are now poised to take back the House as soon as all the vote tallies are in. Um, that is just another tool that the Republicans use to divide up the progressive vote from state to state, as well as uh, just general voter suppression, making it harder it's to vote. It's just voter suppression. Absolutely. Right. Making it harder. I mean, taking away mail-in ballots. I mean, mm-hmm. here in Ohio, they're trying, they limit it to, to one ballot box per county. 
So, you know, you, you might have a college somewhere in your county. Well, better put the ballot box as far away from the college as possible. Right. Don't never underestimate the Republicans ability to try and make it harder to vote so they can cling on to their power because the Gen Z wave is coming. And just establishment ability in general. I mean, you know, you look at what Hillary did in Nevada in 2015 to discredit all Bernie Sanders supporters. Right, uh, Nevada went from like uh, 200 voting stations to like 10. Mm. You know, and that was a DNC DNC move. So it's about the establishment powers. Mm -hmm. Um, Because, again, it's about policy and we can't just put the R and the D and infer a whole bunch of stuff. Although, obviously, when it comes to what's happened with the MR, uh, the mega Republicans, it's just they've they've made themselves known. Mm -hmm. And uh, you can have. We I have formed an opinion based on evidence. Right. <laughs> that is right. what I'll say about them. Folks. Folks. <laughs> it's tactical bath. Oh, my God. I can't wait. I mean, now Alex Jones just has to eat all of his own shitty food. Uh, there's another. He's there was just a. To, yeah. Yeah. Whatever. There's another lawsuit. Now they're. <laughs> <laughs> they've basically frozen all of his assets, and uh, he can have what he needs on a daily basis. So, well, you can't you can't freeze my supplements. You can't freeze these supplements. <laughs> no, I these know are unfreezable. They are they're, on, they're, they yeah. dissolve in water. They dissolve yeah, in water, just I like know. my assets. They're a, they're a scam. All right, everyone, thank you so much for listening. Hang in there. Um, don't trust these large corporations. If you uh, got a if you got a DUI, maybe get a job at one of them for three months and pay it off. I don't know. That's what I have. Every time I got into legal trouble, I'd have to get a job at a Wendy's hey. for like three months and pay it off, and then be like, "Now nah, I'll go back to being broke." Now, okay. um, all right, everyone, hail yourselves. We'll talk to you soon. This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors, you can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to. Go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. You can make money the hard way becoming a bullfighter. Or save money the easy way with Xfinity Mobile. It sure beats making money as a human cannonball. Now through March 21st, learn how existing Xfinity customers can get a free line of unlimited intro for a year when they buy one unlimited line. That's hundreds of dollars in savings on your wireless bill. Visit XfinityMobile.com today. Restrictions apply. Xfinity Mobile requires Xfinity Internet. Reduced speeds after 20 gigabytes of usage per line. Data thresholds may vary. Meet Stacy. Stacy's on the hunt for a new pair of trendy glasses. Call me picky, but I just can't find the one. Luckily for Stacy, Walmart Vision has virtual try-on. Now she can try on hundreds of frames virtually, then upload her prescription and get new glasses delivered right to her door. Really? (laughs) Yeah, really. Well, the hunt just took a turn for the better. Buy your next pair of glasses with virtual try-on from Walmart. Welcome to Easy Eye Care. Welcome to your Walmart. Restrictions apply. See walmart.com for details.